inspiring and equipping you to live the life you're destined to live. This is the Ascend Men Podcast. This is your host, Alan Colley, and I want to welcome you to our first Ascend Men podcast. To start with, the first episode in the month will consist of an interview, and you'll hear our inspirational articles the remaining weeks. We need your feedback to shape these longer term. In the run-up to Christmas, we'll drop an Advent episode every single day from the 1st of December, and these are meaty and worthy of a proper listen. Let's get stuck in to our first interview. So today's guest uh, was born in Brasov, Romania. He's the sixth child in a Christian family of eight. Came to the UK in 2007 to work as a construction labourer to make enough money to buy a car and ended up as a director running the construction company. He married in 2010, has a six-year-old daughter uh, and has been attending C3 Colchester since 2021. And you may know him as one of the youth leaders or if you've received prayer recently. Today, we're talking with... Gabriel Sandor. Hi, Gabriel. Hi, Alan. Great to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. Uh, as usual, we're going to lead off with some quick-fire questions. So uh, uh, we're coming up to Christmas. Uh, you're thinking about presents. Are you the kind of guy who buys them in November, or do you leave it till Christmas Eve? Probably somewhere in between, I would say, early December. November is a bit too early to think <laughs> about Christmas. Have you got a list already? Or? Uh, no. Ah, good. Okay, it's good to know we've got something in common already. Um, the second thing is, uh, what's the best meal you've ever had? Hmm, that's a tough one. I quite like a Brazilian barbecue. Oh, yeah. Meat? Yes. Yeah, meat lover. Okay. Yeah. And uh, might link to that, actually, the next question, which is, you're confronted late at night on a dark street in Colchester. Are you the kind of fight guy or are you a flight guy? Uh, I'll probably start the conversation first and figure out what's going on before I start the fight. Great. So I wouldn't run away. So you're the negotiator? Yes. Yeah, great. Okay, I love it. Um, final question. Um, you were married in 2010. Yes. How did you propose and did she say yes the first time? Uh, mm. It's a very interesting one. I've actually proposed in my hometown and she wanted something original. So she was very specific when we started Ooh. dating. That it's got to be something different. So I remember I've actually done a, a little bit of a map with clues around the city. And she had to find all the bits and bobs and all the clues in order to find where I was ah, with the ring. I like it. Yeah, it's a bit of a trail. Yes. Great stuff. All right, I love that. Um, so, uh, Gabriel, it's great to have you with us today. Thank you for giving us a bit of insight into the real Gabriel Sandor. Um, tell us your story. Yes, so as you mentioned, I was born in a Christian family. Uh, my grandparents were Christian as well, first generation of Christians, Protestant Christians in Romania. And I got taught in the right way since I was a child, but that didn't stop me after probably I would say 20, 20 odd years of losing my way a little bit in in the world. And with everything, I think where God blessed me and uh, work was very successful, I kind of started focusing more on my career and lost track of everything else. And one thing led to another 
And although from the outside people would look at me and see I've got a wonderful family, a beautiful daughter, and you know I've done well financially, mm. everyone would think, oh, this guy's got it great. But in reality, I wasn't happy. Mm. And I tried to find happiness in various different things and haven't really managed to, to find it in anything, to, to, to be fair. And I think that's where... Sorry, can I, what, what kinds of things were you trying to find happiness? Well, I was doing, let's say, lots of holidays. Mm -hmm. And then um, I tried to buy expensive things. I bought expensive things, realized that they're nothing but mm. something that you want before you got it. Mm. And then as soon as you have them you're disappointed and you want to get rid of them, mm. to be fair. So mm. I think with all things of the world, they can't fill in that gap that mm. only God can fill. Mm. And they can't give you long-term satisfaction. Yeah. I believe that only God can give you that. Everything else is yeah. just fleeting. And I've lived that kind of life for, I would say, a good eight years where everything was going right and then um, my dad got sick he got diagnosed with Alzheimer's in 2018 mm, tough. and it was a difficult difficult thing to, to deal with um, his situation got serious very very quickly mm. and within a few months he had a stroke and a heart attack at the same time and he got in hospital. I've witnessed um, a miracle. My mom's a prayer warrior and mm. she's got a gift for prophecy as well. And there's a bit I want to share about that a bit later. But she prayed for my dad. And when the doctors took him in, they said he's not going to survive the night. But lo and behold, he was walking the next day Whoa. in the ICU. Goodness. And that's something that the doctors couldn't explain. Yeah. His heart function was like 5% or something like that. Mm. He shouldn't be alive. But I think God, God works miracles today and I've seen it with my own eyes. And that kind of got me thinking, but I was still doing the wrong things and still looking for, I think, satisfaction and fulfillment in different places at the time. Yeah. So... Um, that's gone on and in 2019 again my dad had a heart attack and a, a stroke at the same time at the end of 2019 and again my mom prayed and God brought him back mm. again and that's Brilliant. as close as, as he gets from someone being brought back from the dead because the doctor said it's impossible after the yeah. second one for someone to recover yeah. and he, again he was walking wow. and he was out of the hospital very quickly Incredible. and um in November 2020, he he had the same, but this time when my mom wanted to pray for him, he stopped her and he said, no, no, it's my time to go. Mm. But a few days before that, he actually um, called everyone on a, on a video call, all of the brothers and sisters, and we all got to say goodbye. And during this time when he had Alzheimer's, I remember I used to speak with him and he wouldn't even remember my name or my mom's name. But at the time, in the last few days, he remembered everything. Mm. But the one thing that challenged me and made me really think about it hard was that he 
although he didn't remember anybody, he would always pray, mm. worship, and read his Bible every day. Mm. Mm. And he would always preach the gospel to people, random people on the streets, or talk about God. And I was very intrigued. How come he doesn't remember my mom or us, but he remembers about God? But then I realized now that that was the Holy Spirit mm. in him. Even at that very advanced, you yeah. know, illness, yeah. Yeah. he was still able to recognize yeah. God yeah. In, in it. And that's just incredible to, to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, so um, he passed away in 2020, November. And soon after that, I, I've kind of got into a bit of a depression, really, because mm -hmm. that really hurt me. And I was quite close to my dad. Mm. And things has gone things have gone worse for me. And I started, you know, picking up the wrong things, drinking too much, gambling and a lot of bad stuff. Mm. And I remember I got to a point so low where I I was thinking about sort of putting an end to it altogether because I was mm. not finding any meaning in life whatsoever. Mm. And although I had a family, I had mm. everything one could want from a human perspective, nothing would satisfy. And yeah, I remember in October, my, my wife mentioned something about C3. So I started going to church there. And it's very interesting. My mum prayed for me a few years earlier because mm. she knew I wasn't going to church. And she said to me that she will pray for a church to open so close to my house that I have no excuse not to go. And then when C3 opened, <laughs> it's literally like no two excuse. minutes walk <laughs> from my house. <laughs> There's no way I could justify not being able to go she's, to church. She's pretty good with this praying. This, yes, this, uh, yes, she's... Yeah, yeah. So, yes, so she prayed about that, and I quickly remembered it. And I remember one evening, but as I was, you know, downcast and thinking about all the bad stuff that's happened in the last year or so, and um, really, really depressed, I, rem I remember on a Sunday evening, I didn't go to church that, that, that morning, a power coming over me mm. and a voice saying to me in my head, you've had enough of your messing around and doing all the wrong things. And it's time for you to get on your knees and pray yeah. and give your life back to God. Yeah. Yeah. So I did and I must have been on my knees for hours. I don't remember much. I just sort of poured everything out. Yeah. And that very night, God delivered me from several addictions I was dealing with wow. and depression. So yeah. straight away, things have shifted yeah. on, okay. on, on the spot. Fantastic. And uh, I went to church the next Sunday, put my hand up. Yeah. Nigel and Mandy prayed for me. And very soon after, God started using me in the church. But I think what I would say is, when I made this decision, I was very radical about 
following God. Yeah. And I would advise all the parents that have children, mm -hmm. they are a way to keep praying. Yeah. God will eventually do it. Yeah. And I know my mum said that she was discouraged sometimes, but she never stopped praying mm -hmm. into it. Mm -hmm. And God fulfilled it in the end. And I believe that's the same with with everyone. Mm -hmm. We are called to intercede for one another. And mm -hmm. I think that's one thing that I would recommend for everyone that has family or friends that yeah. are away from God at the moment. Fantastic. I mean, you, you've given us the call to action, which is, is to pray. I mean, I can see why you're on the prayer team, because you are kind of a living example. When you thought about giving it all up, um, when things were really low, you're still here. Yeah. And uh, that's, a, that's a miracle in itself. Gabriel, thank you very much for, for talking with us today. It was a pleasure. That's it for this Ascend Men podcast. If you've enjoyed this content, please share it with a mate. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts. Together, we are stronger. <laughs>